Today on The Pale Threshold Basic Instincts How Polarization of the Emotional Mind Defines Our World We think of modern propaganda techniques as dating back to the early 20th or early mid 20th century and World War II when there was an intense propaganda machinery pushing for certain outcomes during that war. There was a lot of polarization between the axis of evil and the allies. And this was very easily tapped into by the propaganda war machinery. But propaganda goes back further than that. And this polarizing iconography. You have, dating back very far, the religious iconography, which was used to communicate stories and spiritual concepts through imagery. These were very open to interpretation, they were highly symbolic, and designed to elicit emotional response within the viewer. Few people could read or write, so being able to convey religious doctrines graphically was crucial to spreading religion. And this doesn't just apply to Christianity. Creating polarization to elicit primal emotional responses. This will bypass the rational mind and purely tap into the emotional mind. It drives higher engagement because people are delivering a knee-jerk response. Even if that response is well-crafted by the rational mind, it may still be suffering from cognitive biases due to its initial placement in the emotional mind. This is not just fear, anger, or disgust, but it can be also lust, jealousy, or impulsive shopping behaviors that are influenced by this. Knee-jerk emotional responses also often don't take the target audience into account or cast the audience in a negative light. Saying something just to get an emotional response out of that person rather than actually trying to convince them of your point of view. It's not a refined form of discourse, but rather, if your only tool is a sledgehammer, every problem looks like a cinder block wall. There's a deference to credibility. So if somebody is seen as highly credible, they may have their statements taken purely at face value, when every piece of information you plan to repeat as fact should still be sourced as thoroughly as possible. Their statement can serve as a jumping off point, but you should be doing further research. This also goes into the realm of opinion. Opinions being taken as evidence for or against something can be very dangerous to the state of society. People are using their polarized emotional minds to craft opinions not based on their actual values. So an example of this would be when people wish harm on a particular group of people, but if you ask them their values, they say, I believe we should love others as we love ourselves, which clearly through their other actions is proven not to be the case. And it would be better if they weren't going against their core values. Can the intentions of the emotional mind leak into psychic spaces? So, some of you may or may not believe in psychic phenomena, but I think there's a lot to explore in how our ability 
to take in subtle information about the world around us can cross over into what looks like psychic phenomena. So I hope that you'll bear with me if you're one of those people who doesn't necessarily believe in psychic powers. People do have levels of sensitivity to the energetic fields of others. For example, there are other people who can do this too, but people who have been in traumatic situations are often much better at gauging what another person's emotional state might be because they had to figure out when X, Y, or Z person was angry or about to lash out at them. Likewise, you have types of autism that interfere with your ability to gauge what another person's emotional state is at a given time. The ways we speak about others. So if you handle this in the wrong way, obviously it can be harmful. But what is our obligation to that other person? What is our responsibility to that other person? What even is our involvement with that other person? If you shouldn't be involved with that other person, and you wouldn't be involved with them otherwise, maybe it's better to just leave it at that. Because overall, what potential effect could it have? One final thought I would like for you to think about. If you knew that your bad mood had the potential to kill somebody, how would you handle your irritation differently? Thank you for joining me today. I am so grateful for all of you who have been tuning in. If you would like to give me your thoughts, my email address, which is also in the bio, is palethreshold at gmail.com. That's the Instagram as well. And until next time, never fear the pale threshold.